caps lock different. It's facts, non-fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she tryna grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my Welcome back, everybody, to episode 164 of the Psychotic and Iconic Sports Podcast. We have a special edition, romper edition episode. Everybody, welcome my counterpart, Pauls. Here he is, baby. Everybody give him a round of applause, man. There he is. He's in the flesh. There he is, honoring his punishment honoring it like a man i respect that yo i respect that it takes a lot of guts to do this and i respect it well, i'm used to it and god damn it is hard for me right now to sit across from you looking at a man in a romper and potting with him okay. <laughs> it's hard to do this <laughs> imagine wearing it but welcome man it's okay it's the last time this sh- <clears throat> it's the last time this shit's gonna happen you think uh, so I, I promise what did you learn from last year that you can possibly avoid a three-peat I need to know this. Uh, well, Everybody needs to know this. Well, I thought I learned after two years ago, and I didn't. And so I don't really have an answer for that. I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to draft, and I'm not going to make a dumb trade. Hopefully, nobody goes on IR. And uh, luckily, we play in a league with Sean and Caesar and uh, guys like that. So it'll be easy. Mark, you know, those guys. It'll be nice and easy to just have them fall to the bottom. And I'll, I'll catch back up. Order will be restored. I am very sorry. <laughs> I need to make some ground rules before we even start this episode. What's up? I do not want to holler at you in this episode because I would feel like I'm going to be yelling at a woman. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, on, I don't want to do that. I don't do that. I don't raise my voice to women. Come on. Fam. I try not to do that. So I don't want to do that to you in this episode. Is <laughs> that okay? Yeah. Can we lay that ground rule there? You're ripping me right now. I raised you better I than this. I have to. I love you. This I raised is, you better is, than this. But this is love. This is what you get. No, it's okay. It's okay. Oh my God, when man! Make, yeah, when you make dumb trades, impulsive trades, this is the type of shit that happens. So if you're somebody that's trade happy, think twice. Watch episode 164, and look what could happen when you make a foolish trade before week one. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And Mark said, "See you at open mic next year, pals." So next year, our punishment for last place is open mic uh, comedy show. That is going to be insanity. So whoever comes in last, better prepare yourself. Myself included. Because you never know. I came in last four years ago. Right? But I learned right after I came in last. I learned so much from coming in last. How the fuck did you do it? Back-to-back years, fam. Uh, Seriously, though. Well, no, I told you two years ago. You know that was an anomaly. I two know. Ago, I had five players on IR. There was no, Last year was my fault. The year before that, there was nothing I could do. Yeah. I'll, I'll tip my hat. You are a brave soul, bro. You are brave, and and, and I I respect that. It's At so least sad. you honor it. You're like a, you're a man. You're a man and, and and a romper. That's what you are. All right, can we can we can we get this started? It's hard. It's hard to start this this show, man, without continuing. But it's okay. Let's get it. Let's, let's All right, rock. let's go. So the Eagles dropped their uh, Kelly green uniforms. They'll be wearing them week seven against the Dolphins. And oh wait, then- I'm sorry. I had a surprise for you. Hey, Philly Phil, can you drop that for me real quick? Oh, I had a surprise for you. You're going to play the video? What video? The one Ann took over. No, I was just going to give you some props. This is this is, this is is another thing 
that I am just so honored and I can't believe that you have the audacity and the balls to do this. This is beautiful, no matter what they say. Words can't bring me down. Waving to the people like the president. <laughs> Go off, King. <laughs> I love you. There I am, dapping you up, <laughs> filming the shit out of you. My wife is there and everything. <laughs> words can't bring you down, huh? No, words can't bring you down. No. <laughs> this is hard to stomach, though. This is great. This, this is, is some this good is ass tough. content. I'm glad everybody's this, laughing and having this, fun because that's what we're here to do. This is this is this is great content, man. Yes, uh, Nick's dad. That that it, this does fucking suck. <laughs> it's not fun. I can't wait till Thursday's episode just to be in normal clothes. Um, so can we start the show now? You have Jay. Jay said, "Paul's is beautiful." Oh, thanks, I agree. Jay. He is. I am You're a beautiful soul. <laughs> Jay cuts my hair. That's why I'm beautiful. <laughs> All right, man, let's get into the shit, right, man. Finally, so the Eagles Kelly Green uniforms dropped. They'll be wearing them uh, week seven against the Dolphins and then again uh, in week 12 versus the Bills. Um, do you think they're the best jerseys in the league? Uh, they're up there. They're tough. I think this year they are. It's the gray pants for me that set it off with the socks with the two green stripes. They're not my favorite, though. No, I, I, well, they're not my favorite. I'm they gonna be are mine, but I have like a close second. But I would say like, the jerseys that I actually really love, Phil, you could bring it up for him real fast. Please get me off the screen. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is the Kelly Greens right here that just dropped. Uh, no, no, no. Drop the, Kelly, uh, the Kelly Greens. Let's let's take a look at this. This is fucking tough. Like this is fire. Yeah. Look like those, those jerseys yeah. are just awesome, man. They I've, nailed them. The number one on Jalen Hurts with the green, it just looks extra different. I don't know what it is. It's it like, pops. It does pop. Number one. Like it's snacked on spinach. <laughs> yeah that's fire I, I i i that is a sick drop they just they just dropped uh yesterday right everybody was able to cop their jerseys yep yesterday yeah. that's cool yeah no i love them dude i, I really do i want to get one but honestly every time i get a jersey they get like, traded dude i got the carson wentz jersey and he mm -hmm. tore his acl a week later yeah so it's just like yeah. i like them but i want the alternatives to be the all black i like the that all black fire. with the black helmet yeah all black. But you know what else would be a cool thing for the Eagles? Imagine if they did an all, like when they do their all white alternate, but if they did it in Kelly Green and did a white helmet with the, the bird on the helmet. Mm. I thought about that. That'd be sick. Like the throwback bird? Yeah. Like, like that, that? Like that That would be dope. On a white helmet. Yeah. I feel like that would look awesome. That would look fire. That would be a really cool alternate. But I know you can only have two helmets, so you wouldn't be able to do it. But if they did the Kelly Greens as their regulars, and then the all black with the black helmet is the alternate. I think that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. But I think eventually they will go back to the Kelly. Green. What is your favorite jersey? My favorite one, aside from the Eagles one, is Phil, bring it up for me. The 90 Seahawks. Oh, my God. They were on my list. I swear to, I swear to Christ. Dude. I just think those jerseys. They were on my list. Because, like, one of my favorite colors is navy blue. Mm -hmm. And it's just those jerseys to me are so sweet. They're a fire. They are super fire. Yeah, like just, just yeah. that whole coordinate, that whole combination is friggin' awesome. Mm -hmm. So that would be like if I didn't get if it wasn't the whole Eagles thing, but that I just think that jersey's to me is the second best jersey in the uh in the NFL. And then I would say for third, I would probably go like maybe the 49ers. Okay. Mine, mine is the the 1966 to 73 Los Angeles Chargers throw, uh, throwbacks. The powders. Oh my god, these are fucking fire. Look at this. Yeah. The, the number on the helmet, the, the the logo, 
the bolt. The bolt. I, I just everything about this uniform is just is just super fire. Like even the pants with the bolt on the side. I'm rocking with this. I, I I would don a jersey like that. That is that is this sexiest jersey. You know what's crazy? Though? I actually opinion. like their navy blue ones the best. Their navy blue. But that's because my my like that's like my one of my favorite colors. Navy like blue. The, like the old one with LT. Yeah, the, the LT, LT navy blue is that's is, super fire. One of my favorite jerseys. Yeah, no. But they, I have the light blue LT jersey still. I saved it for when I was a kid. I'm giving all of them to the babies. But that was like an alternate to this though. It was a different yeah. design. It was kind of it was similar, but it was different. Yeah. But I do like that because I think the numbers were a little bit. It's just that was like the golden age of jerseys. Like the Houston Oilers throwback is awesome for the Titans. Mm -hmm. I did the the, fire. I got to be honest with you. I think my one of my favorite jerseys of all time is also the Ravens. I just like their colors, the color scheme, their their jerseys itself. I think they are fucking sick. I love the Bengals, the orange uniforms. The orange is my my favorite color, obviously. But I'm just saying like the Bengals uniforms are awesome, too. Mm -hmm. Are you a fan of the color rush? jerseys yes and no like i remember uh the seahawks that lime green mm. i thought the, or was it the gray they had one of the i forget one they of had the, both yeah um yes and no it depends because sometimes i just feel like they're too like bold mm -hmm. but no nah, i just i just love the 90s era jerseys yeah all the me vintage too. throwbacks i just think they're awesome i know now we get too creative and we fuck around with it and less is more yeah i totally agree it's 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 like cartoony ish for me yeah, in a sense. The yeah, throwbacks are, the, say, are, yeah. are where it's at. So I agree with you on that one. Um, do you think the Eagles should go with the Kelly Green permanently and make the black their alternate? Or do you think they should stay with their with the Midnight? I don't mind their Midnight jerseys. But I got to be honest with you. The Kelly Green is way better. It is. I just think it looks fresh. I, I just I like it. I think it's clean looking. Um yeah, I, I would go with that. And I like the black jerseys as an alternate. Like, I would play, I would use the black jerseys for a home game against Dallas, call like a blackout game. I'm surprised they didn't you wear know? the Kelly Greens against Dallas. Yeah, I am surprised by that. They, they're, they're using them against AFC teams, which is kind of like, uh, not really too excited about it, to be honest with you. I wanted to see that against like the Dallas Cowboys or the Giants or somebody like a like a really top tier team. I'm surprised they went with Miami. Buffalo, I understand because Buffalo should be a good game. Um, but do these teams also wear the throwbacks when they do it? That would be crazy. I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I want to say no. Like, I don't feel like they're both like they're both sides have the throwbacks on, but I could be off on that. I have no idea. That's a good question, though. Yeah. But, um, how about in the chat? What's your favorite NFL jersey? I want to hear from you guys. I'm just, I'm curious. Come on. Yeah. Your there's a lot of here ripping me free the nipple. That's crazy. Oh, my sister's here. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that's, that's wild. Talking that about my crazy. Nipples. Um, I can't look at the comments, but let's move on. We got more RB drama. Jonathan Taylor requested a trade from the Colts. Ooh. Jim Ursay makes an odd comment that if he died tonight and Jonathan Taylor left, the world would just go on, which, I mean, theoretically is true. It's just an odd thing to say. Um, well, that's not true. I, I don't think like, it's so odd. I feel like that went downhill quickly. But why is it so odd to say? That's just a weird analogy. People say that to me. Yeah, but like, oh, I, yo, yo, Nick, if you die tomorrow, your job's going to replace you. Yeah, but he's a cokehead. So, head. like, who gives a fuck? He's a cokehead. Yeah, but still, it's the if, if people could tell me that, why can't he tell him that? It was just I don't know. I just thought it was odd the way he came out and said that. Like, just that was the, that was out of everything he could have said. That was the analogy he used. I just I don't know. He could have found one better. I agree with that. <laughs> he could have found little, a better one. Yeah, so it was yeah. like you know. But I just feel like that whole situation went downhill really fast. Um, How did it get here? I honestly don't know. Like what I think, happened? I think basically Jonathan Taylor saw the writing on the wall. 
and went up to the front office when you realize Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor is the entire Colts team. That team sucks. They have a bottom five wide receiver group. Their quarterback is a rookie or Gardner Minshew. I stay Steichen. I think he's good. I think he'll be good. But, you know, right now the Colts stink. So it's like Jonathan Taylor sees that. He's going to get 400 touches if he's healthy. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, I want to I want to get paid. So, like, again, I'm on Jonathan Taylor's side here. And the Colts have enough money to pay him. Wow. The Colts should be a team paying him. I'm not on his side, but that's okay. You don't I, think he should get paid? I think he should get paid, but he's in his third year. He's yeah. a running back. We got to get off of He's it. a first-round pick. He's a first-round pick. He's got what five did you years say about on that. What did you say about Kyler? But he was smart. And Jonathan Taylor ain't smart? Right. But he made the move before everybody became aware. Well, no. Here's so the now problem. people are on, on high alert like, oh, fuck that. I'm here's not doing that. JT is coming off an injury. So if JT gets hurt, hurt again, the chances of him getting a contract are slim to none, number one. And number two, he's looking around and saying, okay, nobody's getting paid. Before they pay somebody, a wide receiver, anything like that, I want my money. And I understand that when you're going to get 400 touches and you're going to be the focal point and the entire offense. Like, the Colts aren't going to be good. So he's going to be the guinea pig to stick his neck outside the woods and fight for the running back route? That's that's what he's doing. Yeah, he he's going to be the poster child for for all this. Like, I'm not going down to a Le'Veon Bell situation. I'm not doing that. We already saw that. Oh yeah. I so mean, why yeah. why what like why are you towing the line of that? You know what I mean? Like, even though Le'Veon got his bread a year later, it just wasn't the right fit. And 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 not for nothing, Le'Veon Bell was in a different position than Jonathan Taylor is. I know Jonathan Taylor is a special talent, and he's one of the best running backs in the league. But let's be real here. He he really had one great season. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, what, I so what makes you okay with the fact that I'm just gonna just hold out and until I get until I get paid? I think that that's just part of what is going on with the running backs. I just think that all the running backs are tired of it, and I think that I think it's gonna happen more more frequently. He just may be the first, but it's weird because all the running backs got into like their they had that Zoom call and did yeah. all that shit. And then the next day, Saquon Barkley basically signed the franchise tag. That's exactly what he did. So I don't really know. Like, it was like almost like a sellout. Man. And I just don't understand that. Saquon signed his deal. And in the contract, it says he could be tagged the following year again. Yeah. So, so, yeah, like Saquon didn't help Tom the Tom Brady couldn't be franchise tagged after his last year right. with New England. Right. He made that. That's how he was able to pick his team. Correct. So I don't – like if I was Saquon Barkley and I didn't have a contract, I would have negotiated that. If I was everybody in the coalition of the running back I the would community, never I would tell him to go fuck again. himself because he screwed everybody. He did. Because he went and signed for a million the Giants all the leverage now. They and own him. They, they own his rights this year and next year. And pretty much. it's not even that, bro. They chose a, they didn't pick up Daniel Jones fifth year option. And then he has an okay year, a, a bottom half of the quarterback tier year. And he gets 47 million. Mm -hmm. The star of your franchise for the last four year and your second overall pick doesn't get anything. And now he's going to get, he's, he got franchise tagged. I mean, that's what it was. It was a, a one-year deal. It was a franchise tag. It was an extra right. million dollars. Right. I think the one thing that I'll say about this, and this is the reason why I'm not on Jonathan Taylor's side, is because now we're starting to look at the NFL. It's starting to look like the NBA. What is? The NFL. It's starting to act like the NBA. Everybody's trying to act like they own their own rights and they have all this power and shit. This is what goes on in the NBA. The one player says he wants to be traded. They completely trade him to a contender. It'll never be that bad because of salary That's cap. That's corny. It'll never be that as bad as the NBA because of salary cap. But by the same token, you can't – what's happening to running backs, though, is different. I mean, they're legitimately not they're, – they're, like, they're trying to get paid bare minimum. I mean, the owners are paying them bare minimum. 
they're not bare minimum jobs, dude. If they are, Austin Eckler would, wouldn't be a three down. There would be no such thing as a three down back. Christian McCaffrey got his money. He did. And that's, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if he got but his that was, money, that was three or four years ago. Now they're trying, then Zeke, Zeke got it. Todd Gurley got it. You know, it's Melvin Gordon was the first one that wanted a contract and didn't get paid. I, I think Todd Gurley was the one that started. I know Zeke was like a big focal point in this conversation, but if I had to be honest with you, Todd Gurley is the one that started this entire thing. In Probably, my opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, but not for nothing. That's the Rams athletic staff. Oh, yeah. The dude sure. had arthritis and you gave him a four year, 50 or $40 million deal. I right. mean, I don't, I don't, that's not Todd Gurley's fault. He had arthritis in his knees. I agree with you. So it's just like, to me, what they're doing, it's just what they're doing with the whole running back situation just doesn't make sense. And if it, like, I don't know if it's like a CBA thing they need to, to negotiate. Sure they do. They have something, to. But running backs should either not be, not be allowed to be, you can't use your franchise tag on a running back. Or if you're a first round draft pick and you're a running back, your salary has to be higher. Let's go back to that. Actually, that's great. It's a great point. So if you're a first round draft pick on a running back and you know how you have like your five year rookie deal, whatever yeah. it is, four years. Yeah. Reduce it. No, your fourth three year, years, two years. No, what I think it should be is I think it should be three years and a fourth year player option, but make the player option more money. Because now you're not that you're giving too much control to the running back, but you have to at that point, because with the franchise tag, you can own any player. Mm -hmm. The franchise tag is legitimately unfair to players. Right. It, it just it, it is. And that's and I'm not even like a big player empowerment type thing on that. I'm just saying it's just fundamentally not fair. You're holding but that would, hostage. But the one thing that would I would say about that is like, OK, do I really want to choose a running back in the first round and have him for three, four years? Or am I going to get an offensive tackle that I can have for 10? Well, the problem is now, so that now the that, draft is going to is going to drop in stock for the running backs and people are just going to go to get them in the second and third rounds. Yeah, that's I how I say it. So yeah. I don't know how you actually fix this. Um, Honestly, the only it, way to it's fix a mess. It, they're not allowed to be franchise tagged. That's it. That's that's it. That would be a great one. If you do four, if you do their fourth year deal, if they do they get four years coming out of school, fifth year they're a free agent, mm -hmm. highest bidder. Yeah. That's how they would get paid. Because if you're, if you're Jonathan Taylor and you're looking at a team like Seattle, both of their running backs are hurt. Seattle has cap space. They have draft picks. They could sign him to a, a you know if he get if they offer him fourteen million dollars a year, why can't he go there? Aaron Rodgers just took a pay cut. Mm -hmm. Could he? Could the Jets sign him? Possibly, I don't but at that, no, no, no. I'm saying in in theoretically. Like, oh, okay, 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 okay. There could be teams that would bid them. Cap space availability. Cap, right? The Eagles, Rashad Penny goes down. The Eagles have cap space. Why wouldn't the Eagles take them? Like that's just what I feel like it should be for running backs. They shouldn't be allowed to be franchise tagged during their rookie contract. That would be the only way to fix it because you're giving them after four years, you're giving them a fair share at the market. See, the problem is, is that we're telling people how to construct their teams. That's yeah. really what the that's what the issue is. is, and you don't have a right to tell me how how to build my team. But they also don't have a right to hold the player hostage, and that's all well, the they franchise do. They do because they signed the contract. I guess humanity purposes, it's bad. I, I I'm I'm with you. Okay. Humanity I side, I am with you 100. It is the wrong thing to do. But business wise, if you sign this contract, you're locked in, bro. Like but, that's just what you are. But here's the thing, and like you said, it goes back to humanity for me because what they're doing it. Look what they did to Zeke. They ran Zeke into the ground for now. Zeke got paid, so that's a that's a bad um, that's a bad one. But I'm just saying, like they run these running backs into the ground. Let's look at three, Austin Eckler, three four hundred touches a year, and then it's and then they come up and they want to get paid and they're lowballing them. And it's like, well, you just ran me into the ground for three or four years. Right. You used me, and now you're just saying, oh, I'm going to franchise tag you. You can't do shit for two years. But after six years for a running back, you're starting to fall down.
unfortunately outside of Derrick Henry, but you only have a short window to make money. So what the owners do with, and what they do with the franchise tag is just totally unfair. It's not, it's not a level playing field. And I'm, like I said, I say this all the time with basketball, the inmates in the NBA, the inmates run the asylum. That's what's going on here. Dude. It's to a degree, to a degree. Yeah. It, there's just more movement now. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just, it's going to be difficult, but for the running backs to, I mean, dude, it's really crazy now. I, I, I look, I agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, with you. you got, like I said, I don't you know. Daniel Jones. They didn't pick up his fifth year option. He threw 15 touchdowns, five interceptions. Got he won a playoff game. Okay. Got blown out against a really good team. And you reward him with 47 million when 12 months ago, you didn't pick up his fifth year option. And then Saquon Barkley, who's been the face of your franchise for four years. You're just kicking them to the curb for 10 million. Well, here's the argument. It's harder to find a quarterback than it is a running back. Bullshit, because Daniel Jones is a bottom 10 quarterback. Well, that's the argument, though. That's my point. I'm just saying, if I'm the if I'm the owner of the Giants, Saquon Barkley is more important to that team than Daniel Jones. I'll die on that hill because you can go out, you could assign Jimmy G. Jimmy G is better than Daniel Jones. But you also have to, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he'd be you, cheaper. He'd be a cheaper He's a perfect. So, Gardner Minshew could go into the Giants right now and do the same exact thing Daniel Jones does. The same exact results. Gardner Minshew could throw 15 touchdowns and fi- 15 touchdowns and five interceptions, have an awesome run game, and have a good coach and get you and, and maybe get to a playoff game. That's exactly what Daniel Jones is going to be. He could run now. He he's shown flashes this year where his his feet make him more of a viable option and that's where they saw the growth he doesn't he doesn't turn the ball over he can get the first downs with with, with well it's team. only one year of not he just the ball needs over. he just needs to improve his passing touchdowns and his efficiency i think that's what the that's what the giants are banking on and, and it's a quarterback driven league no, so I that's where that. they put they, they invested their money it's like a stock they invested the stock in daniel jones Whereas Saquon Barkley, you could argue the stock is going to go like this, and then it's going to drop down real quickly. But so that that's why they're not really willing to invest. But here's in the running thing. back, Daniel Jones. Term. Daniel Jones essentially had the same exact year he's had every year. The only difference is was he cut down on the turnovers. Yeah, but right, but, but you're that's paying, where that's where the, the Giants see the rising stocks. But that rising contract, stocks. that contract, is, <laughs> that contract is eventually going to catch up. Yeah, and unless Daniel Jones has a full team around him, he's not like. Do you think Daniel Jones is ever competing for a Super Bowl? I don't see that. No. Neither do I. And I don't think I. Don't, I think if you polled fifty of our friends, all fifty would say no. I don't. I think, think even shot. Giants fans would admit that. I don't know. Maybe they're 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 kind of they're biased. Everybody's biased. I get it, but no. But like sometimes you have to be a realist. Yeah, but the real the realization is they're looking at these players like stocks. That's what I'm saying. And and that's the business aspect. NFL is a business. Like they don't care about your feelings. They care about no, the No, I understand. That's the point that I'm trying but to make. But Saquon Barkley was the re- was the one putting asses in them seats. That wasn't nobody's going to a a, a, a Giants game and going to see Daniel Jones. I'd rather watch T ball. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I really don't. I, I I actually agree with that statement. They people are going to Giants games to look at Saquon Barkley to nobody's, watch him play. Nobody's going to watch Daniel Jones throw one touchdown and 145 yards. And fall down when he's running for eighty an eighty yard touchdown. But what I'll say this too, I'll say this is that maybe maybe Daniel Jones is just the ultimate teammate. Like we only look at it from his play standpoint and statistics. But play is what but gets when, paid. But what if he's actually a great leader, a great uh, a great person to have in that locker room, and his teammates respect him? That goes a long way with being a franchise quarterback outside of the stats. No, I totally agree. So I'm wondering if that's probably that 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 played a factor too. 
But I totally agree with, you know, the Saquon Barkley being the the prize here for the Giants. It's just the the position that he plays, unfortunately, is a falling stock. I'm, and I'm I hate so to say curious. that, but it's true. Over the next few years, I am like genuinely curious to see what happens with the running back market. Yeah, I just, I just am because I don't know, I don't know how you come to a resolution on that. Short of all of the running backs just sitting down, and I'm talking Derrick Henry's, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey, like them guys just sitting down and going on strike. I truly don't understand what Chubb you do. got his money though. He did. So, but all those got the only one that did. Well, McCaffrey got paid, Chubb got paid, Henry got paid. That's it. Dalvin Cook got cut. He can't even get a job. He must be getting lowballed. Yeah. And I think Nick Chubb got a pretty good, pretty solid deal. He signed a three year, $36.6 million deal. He got 12 a year. That's great. That's a win. So, you know, it really depends on, on the organization. If they believe in that position, then you're going to get paid. Well, the problem, if they don't believe in that position they, and they believe internally as a franchise that they can get somebody in the third round to take over Saquon's uh, spot and he could do just as good or just a little bit less but be less expensive, they're going to go that route. Yeah, but that to me doesn't make any sense because all you're doing is handicapping your team and you have a quarterback. The problem is, is that – you're not finding a third-round pick right now that's going to come in and have the impact that Saquon Barkley does. You're just not. No, not right away. Not but, right away. But it that's could be saying. next year. And that's fine. But you like, here's the thing. What if, what if, what if last year was Daniel Jones's ceiling? He's an oak. I mean, and I think that was. I do because I've said that I've been. We're going to get to the division, but the Giants are going backwards this year. Mm -hmm. And and that's in a weak NFC. But I'm just like, you know, it's just crazy what's going on with the. With that man, so I just I feel bad for all the running backs. I hope they get it figured out. I don't know how they do though. Um, Where do you think Jonathan Taylor is going to go? Truthfully, I think he stays with the Colts. I think they figure something out. I just don't. I if don't he had to get traded, if he was actually going to get traded, where do where do you think he would he would wind up? I got a great team in mind. I would guess Seattle again because they got hurt. Seattle, their the running backs are hurt. Huh. I'm going to go with the Bears. I think the Bears would be a legitimately a spot right there. Yeah. Young team, young quarterback. They just got DJ Moore. They are they have Cole Komet as a tight end. They have pieces on that team. They're trying to make a spark and trying to give what Justin Fields. Nah, they got Stevenson. I, I think the Bears make the most sense. Khalil Herbert, is he an every is he an every down back? I would say no. The Bills. They got Deontay Foreman as the backup, but let's be real. If you had Jonathan Taylor on your squad, they would be a lot better. Because, A, they can run the football with Jonathan Taylor. Justin Fields can run. They have DJ Moore. They got weapons. The Cardinals. So, well, they got James Conner. And James Conner has yeah, been he's been right. well in, in, in Arizona. Yeah. He doesn't get talked about. Yeah, I'm just looking through right now. I don't actually really know. I mean, I, maybe the – I would have said the Rams last year, but Cam Akers came on pretty strong. Sean McVay has been speaking highly of him, saying that he's going to be a focal point. I don't know how true that is. Um, they have no picks. That's yeah. That's so the problem. That's the problem. It's gonna them. it's gonna take draft picks to acquire a, a talent Seattle. like Jonathan Taylor. Seattle has them, and so do the Bears. Yeah. What do you think it would take though? Like, what's what would it be? A, what would be a good trade scenario for Jonathan Taylor? A fair one. Honestly, it, it's tough. Like, I I would say if you're gonna get Jonathan Taylor, you got to give up a first rounder. Hmm. You have to. It's. I mean, the last time you saw him, man, he was all Jonathan Taylor was the truth last yeah. year or two years ago. I know last year he got injured, but. It wasn't a you know a crazy injury. It wasn't like an ACL or something like that. But I'm I'm just telling you if if this if a team called and they wanted Jonathan Taylor, I guarantee you the Colts are saying they want a first rounder or two. Is it a high one? 
maybe lower end towards the 20s 20s a back end i would do that yeah i would say a but back end a lot of teams are going to struggle to do that because here's why not only did they have to give up a first round pick they got to pay the man yeah that's going to be the problem so i i definitely think he's staying at indy but i think the bears are an intriguing spot i would say a mid first round pick i actually love the love the bears i love that i love the bears I think that would be I a think great. That, I think that is like the perfect fit. If you put Jonathan Taylor with Justin Fields' athleticism, Khalil Herbert's catching ability and running ability, because Khalil Herbert can rush, mm -hmm. you have DJ Moore. I'm not even going on Chase Claypool because he stinks. Yeah, no. But I'm just saying. They got if Mooney. You, if you add Darnell Mooney's better than Claypool, Darnell yeah, Mooney's good. I agree. If you put Jonathan Taylor back there and you run a two running back set with Herbert and Taylor with Justin Fields, and then you have DJ Moore on the outside. And Cole Komet. That's problem. And you up, and they upgraded their op, their offensive line. Yeah, that's a good team. That's a play. That's a team that's gonna that would fight to win that division next year. I'm dead serious, dude. That's a great team. With Jonathan Taylor on there, I probably would agree with you. I think they are missing that piece that can get him Jonathan out of the Taylor to the Bears would make them. I think that that would make them. That would put them right in the thick of it to win the division to win that division next year this yeah. year sorry like let's look well, let's look at the history just real brief real quick i mean cmc got traded for a second round pick a third round pick a fourth round pick and a fifth round pick so that's that's what i'm talking about so are uh, you going to give up all of them or are you going to give up a late first rounder but i'm i'm trying to like figure out is cmc's price tag going to affect uh taylor's market because i would pay more for cmc than i would for yeah taylor. no i don't think so but i feel like like Ah, I mean, you know what? The Niners got a lot. Let me think on that. Actually, I would pay. I would pay for CMC, dude. Yes, but CMC, he has mileage on him. He does, yeah. And but he didn't show any signs of slowing down lately. I don't think so. No, but I'm getting the younger product in Jonathan Taylor. I don't know. That's a really good question. Over three years, over the next three years, who would I, you want? I probably go CMC. You have to. That's what I'm saying. You just you can't. That's tough. And here's the thing: by year three, it might be more JT. But for the next year or two, you know what CMC is. Two different styles, though. It, it depends on what style you prefer. Yeah. That's also a factor. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting thing. So, I would say probably, you know, I think a second, a third round pick and uh, a fifth and a sixth would get it done. If you didn't want to get up the first round pick because teams are scared that, no, second, I got to get up a first and pay the man. That's a lot of demand second. just for that one player. You're saying a second, a third, and a fifth? And Yeah. Yeah, I would do that for Jonathan. I would do that right now for Jonathan. If you're the Bears and they say a second, a third, and a fifth, if I'm uh, Ryan Poole, I'm hanging. Dude, I, I, I just would, compared it to CMC's trade. You pluck yeah. away the fourth round pick and just keep the fifth. I mean, that's pretty fair. It's right along the lines of it. Unless I you do, do second, third, and fourth. Either way, regardless, Either way, I think that's a pretty, pretty fair deal. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's go to the quarterbacks because mm. Justin Herbert signed a five-year, $262.5 million deal with the Chargers, ties him there through 2029. Now, do you think that – what impact do you think that has on the quarterback market now? I think it has massive implications because if I had to be really – yes. I think Justin Herbert actually kind of took a pay cut. For real? Yeah, I, I do. And here's why. I think Joe Burrow is going to get a 10-year deal. I think he's going to get a 10-year, $550 million deal. Okay. I think he's getting north of $50 million a year for the next 10 years. I think he is going to own that city, and you're going to, we're going to look back at Herbert and be like, damn, they, they got him. Here, we have one problem with Herbert. 
And this is why I don't think so. The problem with Herbert is he hasn't accomplished shit. And I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm dead serious. Like Herbert, Herbert's actually starting to get into what made me start like really getting on Josh Allen. Because like Josh Allen has some accomplishments now. He's been to a title game. He's been to the playoffs multiple times. He's won playoff games. He's like, had three seasons with 40 touchdowns too. Back, You know what I mean? He's strong for 5,000 yards. Like Justin Herbert is one game over 500 as a starter. Yeah. And Justin Herbert is playing with a loaded squad. Like, and I'm talking a loaded squad, bro. And I'm just like getting to the point, like Tua has a better winning record than him. Tua's shown flashes. Now look, is Tua in a, in a vacuum, is Tua as talented as Justin Herbert? No. But at some point, the talent, you have to just say like, okay, bro, like it's time to win, which was my argument against Kyler back, you know, with, I'll still I'll argue that ago. forever. But I'm just saying like, what that's a lot of money for a guy that is one game over 500 and blew a 28 0 lead to a to trevor lawrence i don't think that's that but it, it's the market no no i know it's I don't the market think it's that, that and i crazy. think I, you, and you know i love justin herbert yeah me too. i've been on record saying that i think you can make the argument that justin herbert is is in the same class with allen and and those guys and hurts and all that but i'm just i'm getting to the point now where it's like i don't want to say he's overrated but it's starting to cross over that line because it's just like it's out of control now. He's like exempt from criticism. I look. I I think it's a great deal. I think I think I think that that's that's a steal for the Chargers, in my opinion. I really do. You, it's hard to find a top five talent at the quarterback position. I agree. He's not a top five quarterback yet, though. He talent wise, yes. Talent wise, absolutely, yes, absolutely. Yes. I'm gonna put him in my top five just because of the talent. He ha he's not accomplished. I would say Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. Hurts, and then you could arbor argue Herbert, Lamar, Trevor. Um, See, I'm I, I would take so. Herbert over Trevor. Me personally, I would. I like Herbert. I think he's fantastic. I, he has the rocket arm. He's very lethal. He's, Let's talk. We'll talk about that after a, the season. Okay. We'll talk about that after the season because I want to see what Trevor does. No, fuck second. that. We're going to talk about that shit during the season because we're getting we ready will. to see Absolutely. the yeah, two yeah, yeah. teams take off because Jacksonville's in a really good position. So yeah. are the Chargers. Yeah. Chargers the just Chargers got are in a better position. They just I got, uh, what's his name? Um, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. And I think that's a fantastic addition. Justin so to Herbert me, is going to be a fantasy monster under Kellen Moore. So, yeah, I would say this deal impacts the, the market pretty, pretty crazy. I, I just do. I mean, what do you do with Trevor Lawrence? Is Trevor Lawrence going to get paid more than Herbert? At the time, yeah, because that's just going to be the way the market. It's going to be the market. It's going to be the market. So, in my opinion, I think point, he, I think he, he actually took a pay cut. Well, he got paid early. He took a pay cut. Yeah, he, he got paid before everybody. But Hertz did too. I mean, that's just sometimes you got to, you got to do what you got to do. Plus, he's probably in fear of getting hurt too during the season. Remember, he had his rib, his rib injury. Yeah, that that that. that and at him. this point, you know, I mean, if you're Herbert, you really haven't accomplished shit. He, he's, he's getting a hundred million in the first year, bro. I know it's ridiculous. That's fucking crazy. He doesn't have a playoff win, and he's one game over five. One game over five hundred, and he's not playing with a bad team. I could do this until I'm three hundred and twenty-three years old, and I'm still never going to see a hundred million dollars in my life. That's insane. Okay, dude. it's insane. <laughs> I mean, for he's been in the league what four years or three years? He's been there. This is going to be his uh, fourth year. It's going to be his fourth year. Baker Mayfield took a franchise that hadn't won a playoff game in 20 years and won a playoff game before Justin Herbert did. That's insane. It's a different time, too, though. Bullshit. It's a different time. Bullshit. I mean, 
He turned the Cleveland Browns around. For, for the real. one season, uh, yeah. One season, whatever. His rookie year was awesome. I'm just saying, Baker Mayfield has a playoff win. He does. That's kind of crazy, actually. Justin Herbert, it's, it's year four, dude. You're being regarded as a top five guy. You have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. Come on, man. Come on, dude. Come on. I'm just I'm just saying, like, I'm starting to get annoyed with the Herbert stuff now. Why? I th- I think he's got to prove something. So dude. you so you think that he's overpaid? No, I don't think that he it's not that he's overpaid. It's just like I don't know what it is. Like, I don't think he took a pay cut. I think he took a pay cut. I don't. No, I don't think he's overpaid, because, but I don't think he took a pay cut. Because if I'm Justin Herbert, I feel like he could have demanded at least 300 mil. No, because what, what can he go, but what can he go off of? Well, he has nothing to go off of. Easy. Just say, hey, if you don't pay me 300, I, I want out. He could do that easily. He could, but, and then I'm looking at him and I'm like, okay. And you know what they're going to do? Huh. They're going to pay his ass because well, it's very hard to find a talent like him. I understand that. But when I'm staring, but when I, and again, I love Justin Herbert as a player, but when I'm staring at Justin Herbert, I see a guy that's one game over 500 with a loaded team. That was the knock on Baker. What's oh, the- everything was perfect. That's how he has a playoff win. He had a great running game. His offensive line was already, he had wide receivers. What? That's that's exactly what I'm talking about. So you know I'm right. That's why you smiling and looking. Well, and I'm smiling shit. because I, I'm laughing at what you're saying. Because if you looked at the team, yeah, they're they're, they're loaded talent wise, but you got to look at the injury history on the wide receivers. Keenan Allen was out. So was Mike Williams. Uh-huh. Like that, that. That's their that's their but entire wide receiving that. core. I can negate that though. With you know why? Because when you're a big boy and you're a, and you are deemed a superstar, you're supposed to carry them. I watched Carson Wentz throw for 4,000 yards without without one wide receiver having 500 uh, receiving yards. Carson Wentz was that dude before everything happened. Carson Wentz put the Eagles on his back twice. Why are we talking about fucking Carson Wentz? Because you have to. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He stinks. He's out of the league. You have, But I'm just saying that's the double standard. What? Because he had nobody to throw to that one year? Absolutely. Right. Because you just said that Justin Herbert, oh, he had injuries. I don't give a fuck. Josh but, Palmer is, is more than capable. But you got to understand, he went into camp with those same people. Who? Once. Once. Okay. So he has somewhat of a rapport. Like, nah, I know Alshon the Jeffrey got hurt. Alshon Jeffrey got hurt but that year. But he also year. had, who, who did he have? Fulham? He had, no. Fulham? He had, he had uh, uh, Greg Ward was his number one. Okay. As Colin Coward said, he was throwing the lawn chairs and deck furniture. That's insane. That's true, though. I mean, I, I'll give you that. That's true. But let's see. Just because I'm in this outfit, bro, don't I know what I'm talking about. Don't do this. All right, stop. Anyway, Mike Williams missed four games last year. Keenan Allen missed seven games last year. Like, that's a lot of firepower to to lose to lose out on. And many- when you're Justin Herbert and you have a rocket arm to deliver the football to these special talents and they're not available, it becomes a lot more difficult, especially in the division that they're in. They're in the, they, they the Chiefs. They got the Broncos. Broncos are poop. The Broncos are poop, but they're but they play them tough. That's it, it's, it's a, a division game. game, okay. And their defense is really good in, in Denver. And who else they got? The Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders stink, right? But their division is still but tough, and the conference yeah. and the conference are really good. I thought that the Raiders were going to be good I last year. No, That's okay. I, no, I, I'm okay I with being wrong. I understand, but what, what I'm saying. saying is like they have a tougher conference, so like I understand it to a degree. But you know, your Baker example is spot on. I can't argue with that because he he was in the AFC at the time, but. The competition, I would say, now is a lot more fierce than it was back then. I don't know, because Baker Mayfield lost to Patrick Mahomes, but he beat the Steelers. Right. So he was there, and he almost won that game against the, against the Chiefs. Who did the Steelers have a quarterback? 
Was it? Was I think it, it was Big Ben. Was it the tree? The tree? It was the tree. Was it? I think it was. It, yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, it had to be, right? 2021. Okay. Yeah. Or 2020. Yeah, so no, I don't think. So that makes sense. But but Big Ben was on the down. I got down you. Spiral. But either way, either way, I'm just saying, like, he still found a way to do it. And he didn't have nearly as much. It's time, time for Justin Herbert and to rise to the occasion. It's just time. I'm with you. I and, get it. And you got paid. Yeah. And here's the thing. Things do turn when you get paid. Look at Dak Prescott. I don't think about that with this kid. I think this kid is is something different. I I'm think he's special. I'm a fan of him. Um, I think this is going to be a bargain in two years. Uh, I would. Yeah, definitely. But that's just a natural market. Like you said, you got Burrow coming. Trevor Lawrence is coming. Hertz is already paid. Tua. What about Tua? What about Dak? What Dak's going to be eligible for a new contract. But he's not. he shouldn't command $270 million. He may. He's only going to be 30. Well, then I would show him the door. No, I understand that. And I said the same thing, too, depending on what he does this year. Yeah. But you have, you know, then I, I just, I'm just saying, like, like you said, Tua, um, who was it? Who did we just say? My bad. Tua, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Um, and who was the other one? Burrow is going to get his Burrow, deal. that was the other one I was saying is going to get paid. And then I can't think of anyone else that would get, I mean, for Christ's sakes, dude, D Daniel Jones just got, just got 50. What did Lamar Jackson get again? 52 and a half, I think. 52 and a half. And how many years? What was the total number? Three, no, no, five years, 252 and a half, I think it was. Five he got years, five two, years, 260. Five years, 260. So Justin Herbert got two and a half million dollars more. Yeah. And, and Lamar has an MVP. I know. Thank you I so much. It. I appreciate blah, it. Blah, I appreciate blah, it. Blah. I taught yeah. you well, man. He got an MVP. You've been taking them notes. Great, man. Uh -huh. It's great, man. He still failed to throw 3,000 yards in the season since that year, but it's okay, man. <laughs> I yeah, get I'd it. rather throw for 5,000 yards and blow a 28 to zero I get uh, playoff win. I mean, that's just. I get see, it. I mean, this is why you make a bad coach. I get it. Because you just want stats. I get it. I could teach you, man. I get it. I like, look at the talent. See, this is what bothers me with you, dude. Like, I raised you better than this. I, I look at the talent, Mike. I look at the talent. Justin Herbert is the, the better I, thrower of the football by a mile, and it's not I even close. I, I never said that. What position do they play? They play quarterback. They play what, quarterback. Do, what do quarterbacks do? Yeah, they throw, they the, throw ball. the ball. Exactly okay, right. Okay. That's my point. And who has done more with That's less? That's all I got to say. Who's done more with less? Just answer the question. If there's one answer. Done more with who's less. Who's done more with less? In Please terms, just say it. In, in terms of in terms of who's done more with less. You're talking about the wide receiver position? I'm talking about Devin DuVernay and all those bumps. Who's done more with less? That's all I need to know. I would say Lamar Jackson Thank has so lesser of the weapons. I would Absolutely. say that too. I would say that too. And he's more accomplished than his. Still got Mark years. Andrews. Mark Andrews is an all-pro tight end. That's perfectly fine. But he doesn't have Austin Eckler. He doesn't have a Mike Williams. He's never even had a Josh Palmer. Right. But they're not available all the time. That's the problem with the Chargers. But when you get paid like that and you're supposed to be a superstar, you carry them. Yeah. Josh Allen puts that puts the bills on his back. I don't disagree. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't disagree with that. But Lamar Jackson, to me, I I I would I would give I would pay Herbert more than Lamar. Easy. And and to me, it's it's not it's not even no close. no. And I understand that because of style of play and things that's, like that's, that. That's and right. I think that Justin Herbert overall is a better quarterback than Lamar. I'm just saying, at some point, he has to have something to show for it. You can't just keep saying it after four, five, six years. Like, oh, my God, Justin Herbert is really that good. It's like, no, normally in those first few years, you're supposed to win a playoff game, MVP maybe, an all-pro. Justin Herbert has none of that. All he has is one game over 500, and, wow, Justin Herbert's really talented. You damn right he is. I would take him on my team any day of the week, and I know a lot of people would too. I would take Justin Herbert over Josh Allen. I'm just simply saying that, at, like at some point, you have to look at it. I don't know about that style of play again. That's all. That's we don't have to go in there. I'm just saying style of play. Josh Allen takes too many hits. We've gone over that. Okay, but I'm saying Fair. just at some point you got to produce.
and that's that. And but, I, I feel the same about Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. We'll see. Yeah, he's got we'll an MVP, see. but he hasn't done shit either in the playoffs. How many playoff ones you got? One. Okay. How many Justin Herbert got? He played three years. How many years did, did Lamar play? This is Lamar's fourth. How many years of Lamar play? It's his fourth year, is it? This is his sixth year coming up. Is it really? Yep. Surprisingly. I know. It's crazy. He was drafted in 17? Uh, 18. That's crazy. Yeah. And would you believe that Justin Herbert has 2,000 more passing yards than Lamar Jackson does in three years versus wow. just five? Well, that's got, what I'm he's saying. Got people to throw to. But that's that he's playing his position. Like Lamar is a special talent. But when I'm talking about what I want as a quarterback, I'm going to go Justin Herbert all day because of the style. No, no. I Again, I would too. I would too, 100%. Let's not get that twisted. I, I am a Lamar fan, but again, I think Herbert is the real deal. It's just like, I'm just like, come on, man. Like, come on. I got to see something. I can't just keep saying you're the real deal because you're talented. So so what happens to Lamar this year if if he were to underproduce? Hmm. What are you going to say? The lack of talent around them? I mean, because they got OBJ. All I've heard is OBJ is this, OBJ is that. So I don't know. You, That's what I heard. Now look. That's what I heard. This is the best town he's he ever had. He had a tour about his free agency, about where he was going. So I'm assuming he's him. Stop. So Please if stop. he can't produce on Baltimore, then we got a problem First here. First of all, he's going to produce. That I can Maybe. guarantee. I promise you he's going to produce. Because Lamar Jackson's a hell of a quarterback. What is what 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 do you mean produce? So you think you think Odell's gonna get a thousand yards receiving? Look, that would be if Lamar Jackson throws Odell for a thousand yards, then I don't want to hear Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball. I'm dead serious. And I think you would even give him respect. There. He has 17 games to do it, though. Come on now. That's wild. <laughs> Odell Beckham, because you know how we both feel about Odell Beckham. Yeah, he's on the down. But here's the thing. Even but with what Lamar's thrown to, Odell Beckham is an upgrade. This is the most talent he's ever had around him to throw to. So Lamar Jackson, if Lamar Jackson plays 15 to 17 games, he has to throw for 3,500 yards minimal. He has to be in that 35 to 4. I know it's a big thing, number, but he has to be hovering around 4,000 if he plays 17,000 games. Yeah. I mean, if he plays 17 games, he needs to be around that 4,000 mark. But if in, in my defense, too, is like, wouldn't Lamar make his wide receivers better? He should. Absolutely. Right. That's what I'm saying. So that's Zay my Flower, thing. Zay Flowers, Zay Flowers should eat. He's a young rookie. They're saying that he's good. He was a first-round pick. Lamar, they're saying they're going to throw the ball more. You got Todd Munkin from Rutgers, who's supposed to be throwing the ball more. Okay, now, Lamar, prove to me that prove to me what I've been defending you, that I think you're a better thrower of the football than most people give you credit for. i got to be honest with you. I think them throwing, the idea of them throwing more is actually a bad thing because I feel like they're going against their identity. I don't think they're going to throw as much. I just don't think it's going to be as many designed runs for Lamar. It's going to be more of Lamar get out of trouble when the pocket collapses. I just don't think you're going to have Lamar, which I think is going to be the same thing with the Bills. You're just not going to have them drop back and run a QB draw five times a game because that's just stupid. You don't need to do that. Option plays would be really, Options, really yes. good. If J.K. That. Dobbins stays healthy, you got Melvin Gordon. I, look, I, I Melvin, don't know. What, no, no, I don't, know I don't care who the fuck. No, they don't, they don't have Melvin Gordon. He ain't shit. So it, we, we don't got to talk about him. He's he's garbage. I don't know what happened to him this year. <laughs> I guess he must have just fell off a cliff or he was drinking whatever Russ was drinking. But we'll see if Russell if uh, no. he could do anything. No, we can't talk no Melvin Gordon on this Let's stay in the um, – AFC North, because Joe Burrow got hurt last week in practice. Mm. He strained his calf. It looked a lot worse. Yep. Apparently, he's out several weeks. Uh, you worried about that? Um, to a degree, yes. But I'm yes and no. I'm very I, 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 I value 
players getting the reps in this time frame and training camp, I yeah, think these, this is valuable time for them, right? But I can also argue, okay, well, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins, they've been there for the last three years or two years, whatever it was, and they have a rapport. So, like, I'm not too concerned about the lack of communication or connection with those players. But, you know, not being around your team and – and developing this relationship with a brand new set of teammates as well. That does concern me. So I, I, I am yes and no on that. I'm like 50, 50 on that. Truthfully. I think he should have been practicing shit like that happens. Um, it, but he was wearing a sleeve prior to that. So if he was wearing a sleeve and his calf was already hurting a little bit, I think they're really dumb for that. He is your franchise. He's your city. If Joe Burrow's healthy, the Bengals are the favorites in that division for the next 10 years. So I just like, I, I, but I don't like, they just need to sit him down and make sure he's healed. Cause he needs to be ready to go for the first week of September. Mm -hmm. Because as long as you got Joe Burrow, like I said, you're the favorite. You got a chance. I agree. And that's a shame too, because I, do you think this would affect his, his contract negotiation to a degree? Would it be on pause for a little bit? No, no, no. no. He's played three years, two healthy seasons. He's gone to the AFC. He's went to a super bowl. And then he went to an AFC championship game and kind of got kind of got like fucked up because it was that that stupid uh what's it, uh the penalty where he pushed him out of bounds. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was... unnecessary roughness. Yeah. Because Mahomes is such a great actor. Yeah. So I'm on board with that now. But I'm just Oh, saying, you are? Absolutely. Oh my god, that's fucking great. Absolutely. Yo, I was on this podcast acting like I was fucking crazy. I was just like You are crazy. This but psycho that, dude right, right there. That was like, yo, uh, you know, you just hate Mahomes, you're a Brady guy, blah blah blah. You don't want to give him his credit. Bro, I I I just call it how I see it, man. I'm so happy that you came on board. I taught you well, man. Yeah. See, you know I am saying? so happy. Disrespectful. Yeah, I, I didn't raise my voice the yet. You notice you that? see me in this outfit. Did you, you notice you I never raised my voice? You're taking it easy on me? I have to. That's unbelievable. I have to. I'm going to get you back for this. I swear, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to get you back for this. But uh, I want to stay in the AFC North again because I want to break down the division real fast. Yeah, let's um, do this. This is, is going to be a good one. Bengals are the favorites to win the division, plus 150, followed by the Ravens at plus 220, the Browns at plus 380, and the Steelers plus 470. Who do you think has the best value here? You're going to call me fucking absolutely out of my head. It's the Browns, bro. The Browns have the best value at 380. They added Zadarius Smith. They have Miles Garrett on the other side. They added Elijah Moore. They were the fifth best defense against the pass, which is a passing league last year. Uh, this team is up and coming. The only, the only thing I am very worried about this team is just the quarterback. Which I don't know what I'm getting. The dude has 250 million guaranteed. guaranteed. I don't <laughs> know what I'm getting. If I'm getting the Deshaun Watson from Houston, this team is taking off. Straight I up. You know what's crazy, dude? I totally agree with you. I don't think that that Deshaun Watson's coming back. I just like I, I've been on record saying that. I don't I don't see it. I don't think you can take off that long as a quarterback and come back and be yourself running and all that well, shit. Well, last year could have been his shake off the rust year. But the problem was it was only five games and then he had a three month and then he has a, another eight month layoff. But he has training camp this year, in fairness. Oh, yeah, he couldn't do training. And he can train. Well, no, 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 no. He was in training camp and preseason last year. He got he got suspended from after after from week one right so he went through that last year that's true so i'm just saying it's a long layoff i think the best value are the steelers because mm. i think the steelers are going to be really good wow um 
I, I really believe in Kenny Pickett. I think he's a baller. I'm dead serious, dude. I think George Pickens is going to take a big step. They got Deontay Johnson. They got Mike Tomlin. Their defense is always good. They improved their offensive line. I think Najee Harris is being wildly slept on. He had a Liz Frank injury last year. That's why not. That's why Najee was messed up. And then he hurt his abdomen back in August. I think the Steelers are like, wow. I think the Steelers are the biggest team in the AFC that are being slept on more than anybody. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm serious. I love the Steelers this year. I love I'm the shocked. Steelers have. I, I really like Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett's really good, dude. I do. He's shown flashes last year. Dude, they won nine games last year. They won nine games. Or no, they were eight, eight, and one. I'm sorry. Right. But I'm just saying, like, and that was with Mitchell Trubisky. Now you have Kenny Pickett in his second year. Coming back, he's going to have all the. He's going to have the Pickens, same team around Deontay, him. Yeah. Did you see the pick, the catch Pickens made today? Nah, it was amazing it. over Joey Porter Jr. The first round draft pick. Oof. You got to see it after this. Man, I wish we had a clip. And then of he it. handed him the ball. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's good. I, I mean, yeah. look, that's a great answer. Yeah. No, I was I, I was not expecting. No, that. I'm I'm all in on the Steelers this year. I like them a lot. Wow. So yeah. are they your I mean, sleeper shot, team? Yeah, they're my sleeper of the whole year. Wow. The Steelers. See, I, I'm like the Browns. I'm a Brown sleeper. Nah, I'm off of that. E is in the Browns too, but I'm just, I'm not, I'm not on that. <laughs> E's in the Browns is crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice work, Phil. Who do you think is going to be the king of the North? When it's all said and done, who is winning the division? The Bengals. The Bengals. Um, if they're healthy all the way through, there's no beating them. The I, Ravens will be a close second. I got to be honest with you. I'm worried about the Bengals. Why? I took a step back last night. I checked their their schedule. Okay. Their schedule ain't 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 really a cakewalk. Doesn't matter. It does matter. No, it don't. Not when you have a quarterback like that. Well, if you're concerned about him missing time, yes, it does matter. Only if he, nah, he's just resting up. Then why are you concerned? What's your concern? If he had an injury pull before that, it was just reckless behavior. That's all. That's what I meant by that. They got the Browns to open it up. That's easy. I actually think that's going to be a loss. I, we talked about that. Actually. I actually, you I that. told you, you that. You like the Browns. I like the that. Browns right. week one just because I just, Good news everybody's is, going to pick the Bengals. Good news for us is you're 0-1. Fine. That's fair. Whatever. It's a, if that's what you think, I think everybody and their mother is going to take the Bengals. I'm going with the Browns here. Then they play the Ravens. Then they play the Rams. That's Super Bowl rematch. Yeah. I think bad. the Rams are going to be a lot better than people think. Um, they're not going to be the Super Bowl team they were, but they'll be a lot better. Let's go down the list again. Titans, going to be a tough game. In, in Tennessee. Going to be a tough game. Then they play Arizona. That's a dub. Then they play Seattle. Then they play 49ers. Then they play the Bills. Then they play the Texans. Then they play the Ravens. Steelers, Jaguars, Colts, Vikings, Steelers, Chiefs, and end it with the Browns. This schedule is they have fucking hard brutal. They only bro. have two gimmies, the Colts and the Colts. That's what I'm saying. So when I looked at yeah, this, no, I was that's like, a hard, no, you're right. I'm no, like, I like that. I'm like, yo, the Bengals might be in trouble to, to for the North. You might be looking at an eleven and six. If they, 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 you could be looking at eleven and six there. And depending on what the Ravens' schedule is and the Steelers, do you have their records? So let's go, let's go through the over under win totals for this year for the Bengals. Eleven and a half over under. I would say over. I got under. I, would say, I got them I would at ten say, and seven. I got them at twelve and five. They're ten and seven for me. Ravens ten and a half. Under. I got under too. I got them at ten. I got them at nine and eight. Browns, nine and a half. Under. I'm under too. I got them in a nine and an eight. I would say I know I I would say seven and ten. 
not a name for me. I think they're going to be one of those teams yeah. that are going to be fighting for the wild card in the end, but they're just going to fall short. Yep. And then that's going to be the big buzz for the following season. Steelers, uh, eight and a half over under. I got them over. Wow. I have under. I, I have them at seven and ten. I have unders in every single team on, on this list. Unders. Yeah, nah, bro. I'm I'm taking the overs on the Steelers 100%. What? Eight and a half? Absolutely. I got I got unders, man. Why? You think it's too low? Yeah, I do. So I, then so now we're going back to the Vegas conversation we had last year. No, look. You know what I mean? No, I, and and this is what I'm saying. Like I, I'm kind of following what you did last year with the with, with the with the win totals. Well, here's the thing. For the I Bengals, the, I think the Bengals. I think that's a high win total. I think that's a low t- win total. So and then well, for the Ravens, I think it's probably for the Ravens. I think that's accurate. For the Browns, I think that's high. So judging by what I what I normally go off of, I would say over because I think that that's a that's a high number. However, I just don't believe in Deshaun Watson. Mm. So for me, that I'll, I'll ignore that because I genuinely don't believe that he will go back to who he was in Houston. I just don't. And then for the Steelers, like I said, I think they're my sleeper team of the year. I think the Steelers are making the playoffs. Wow. And we were talking about that. Whoa. If you're telling me over and oh, under, for, over and under for two and a half team that makes the playoffs this year, I got, I would say over. Wow. I really? would say over hundred percent. I got I, unders. I think the Steelers are making the playoffs. I got unders. I think the only team that's going to, it's going to make it, it's going to be the Bengals and the Ravens. And I'm worried about the Bengals. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to sit up here and say, like definitively, I am not that confident the Bengals are going to win the division this year. I'm not that confident. Well, it, again, it, it's like I, I don't. I don't think they're just a slam dunk this year. I just don't. No, because the Ravens improved. Yeah, the Browns should be. Look, for what I've said about, it, they should be a. T- they should be a, a a harder game. Like they shouldn't just be a walkover. You know what I'm saying? And then, like I said, and then for the Steelers, I think like again, I think the Steelers are going to be in that playoff hunt. I think the Steelers are a 10, 11 win team. I really do, dude. I really do. I can't wait till we break down playoff teams. 10 and 11 and win team? The Steelers? Yes. I think the Steelers win 10 games. I wow. really do. I'm telling you. They're my sleeper team of the year. I've been waiting to talk about this. That's why I was so happy when you told me we were going to do the AFC North because I couldn't wait to talk about it because I've been wanting to say it. I so what's your record? Steelers. So break it down. Who's go, Who's won the four? What do you mean? Like in division. I, I'll go. I, I'll, I would I'll say go. if I had to say right off the wrap, I would say Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. See, I got I got the Bengals, Ravens, and I think the Browns, Steelers, Steelers, and I think the Steelers and the Ravens are going to be jockeying for that second. Steelers and the Ravens are going to be fighting that. for that second one. I don't hate it. But I don't hate it. Remember, we talked about. It. I just think I, I think when Thanksgiving comes and those Brent and the Browns, we talked about our favorite games of the year, and the Browns play the the um the Broncos the week before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest games of the year because that's going to tell you the direction of both of those franchises. Because if there's one, if there are three, four games under 500, mm. you got a guarantee, you got a two quarterbacks on awful contracts that you can't do anything with. Making 500 million combined. And you can't do shit. Wow. That's a really I think that's good a point. huge game. Mm-hmm. The week before Thanksgiving, the Browns and the Broncos, because I think both teams are not going to be very good. So you got the Bengals, you got the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Browns. Yep. And I think so the, the only Beng- difference between you and I is the Browns and the Steelers. Yep. Okay. Wow. Who's your favorite fantasy player in this division? If you had to pick one player, like that, that it, it doesn't have to be the best player. The best. It could be a sleeper, somebody you just appreciate in fantasy. Jamar Chase. Wow. Okay. I'm going to go Nick Chubb. I, it was between them two, obviously. Yeah, Nick Chubb. And then you could throw Lamar in there for fun. Yeah. Um, but for me, like, I, I'm a big fan of Jamar Chase. And obviously, you know, I love Joe Burrow. And I just feel like when Joe, when, 
when Joe Bo's upright and Jamar Chase is on the field, he is a he's a 60 yard touchdown waiting to happen. Hmm. So it's just an electrifying play. Yeah, I think for me, Kareem Hunt not being the fold is uh, the thing for Big me. Difference. So that's why I think Nick Chubb for me is probably my favorite player because I think he's going to have a lot more opportunities and I would like to see him get a lot more opportunities catching point, the ball too. I actually forgot about that and that's a great, great point. I really want him to catch the ball a lot more too because I think he has that kind of like special talent to him. I don't think he's going to be catching the ball that much because I think Elijah Moore is a big fantasy sleeper late in drafts. I think Elijah Moore had a lot of talent with Zach Wilson year one. I had him in fantasy and he was consistently like 14 points a week dead ass with, with seven, eight, nine targets. And I just think that Deshaun Watson is going to be able to get off quick passes. They have a good offensive line. I think with Amari Cooper out there, David Njoku, Nick Chubb, I think it's going to give Elijah Moore a lot of wiggle room. And I think Elijah Moore has a lot to prove. Yeah. Because he got dumped by the Jets and he wasn't happy there. And I think that I think Elijah Moore is a good fantasy player late in drafts. I gotta be honest with you, man. I really wanted to take the Browns to win the division, man. Come on, I, fam. I really, really did, dude. I really did. I broke this thing down. I looked at the talent. They the fucking Browns got are, great talent. They just dude. have a question mark. They got one of the best million. rosters in the league. And then they added the two good pieces. You know, recently in on their on their team, especially a defensive end, especially a wide receiver, along with Mari Cooper, along with Donovan Peoples Jones, along with a top three running back in Nick Chubb. Like this team is fucking loaded. And they were they were, they're good in, in in pass defense in a pass happy league. This team is really, really about to hit their stride if the quarterback can get their fucking if 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 he can get back to form. It's really dependent on the quarterback, which is honestly insane to say, like we were talking about. Somebody that's making two hundred and fucking fifty million guaranteed is the one that you gotta watch the most. Which is it's insane. It's mind blowing. Like I don't even yeah. know. How, I don't even know how to address that. I don't and know. Like I said, if Deshaun Watson, if I'm wrong, which I very well could be, if I'm wrong and Deshaun Watson is seventy five percent of what he was in Houston, good luck. This team is going to be. I I I I really wanted to take the Browns. I I just dissected this entire thing, um, you know, previously the last couple of nights and I'm thinking about it and I'm like the Browns, man, like there's something about this year with the Browns. I just, I really like that's um, those are all really good points. I just, I can't, I can't, hop I know it's not sexy. I get it. It's not sexy. It's not. I actually hate the Bengals pick. Like I'm cringing inside. Cause I'm like, yo, I just, I, I just have a gut feeling. This well, fucking schedule fucking is say it with your chest. <sighs> I'm going to always go with the talent, bro. Family, if I'm wearing a romper on this. Well, no, look, I'm always going to go with could, the quarterback. The Browns. I know, but Qu Joe Burrow and Deshaun Watson to me are two different platforms. It's That's hard for me. To, yeah, it's not it's hard for me to take that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. It's hard That's, for you to what? Yeah, yeah, That's crazy. Especially coming from a man that's in a romper right now. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, don't do that. That's wild. <laughs> Oh my God. All right, let's do uh, some fantasy and then we'll get out of here uh, so I can get back in my normal clothes. Uh, do you think running backs are dying in fantasy? Um, yes and no, but not for me. I'm always going to go with the running back because the scarcity of the position, there's a plethora of wide receivers, there are a diamond dozen. I'm always going to look for a running back to invest in. It's easier to find a wide receiver than it is a running, a running back. back. And I know that firsthand last year with. This outfit fucking I'm, solidifies that. I mean, but I'm just saying, look, running backs are never totally out of the picture. They're always going to be important. It's just the way you feel the rest of your team that's more important now. Yeah. But you, have if, to diverse, you have to diversify your portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> but if like, like, let's just go through the rankings, like just like just real brief. Like, I just want to like kind of like touch on this a little bit. Pause. 
Um, you know, let's go to the PPR standard league, you know, and let's go to the running back position. And it's it's kind of like super, I would say it's super muddy this year. CMC, Austin Eckler and Barkley, they're the top three players, right? Mm-hmm. I would take CMC and, and, and Eckler, but to me, Barkley at three is kind of high. B. John Robinson at four, kind of high. Uh, dude, I'm either. This I, is PPR, by the way. Yeah. This is PPR for everybody watching. This is this is the rankings that I'm getting on Fantasy Pros. And Tony Pollard, number five. Jonathan Taylor, his stock's going to drop because you don't know his status. Yep. Nick Chubb at seven. To me, that's a fucking steal. That is 100%. Nick, Derek you can Henry. Get Nick Chubb at seven? Derek Henry, num- the eighth running back overall. Stevenson, your guy at number yep. nine. Josh Jacobs at 10. Like, you know, and then we start getting to the Najee Harris's, Brees Hall, Mixon, ETN. Like, there's not really that one guy that you just want, Anyone? except for outside yeah. of McCaffrey, Eckler, and maybe Henry and Chubb. I, outside of that, I'm I have question marks about a lot yeah. of these players. I do too, and it, my so thing it scares is, me. A hundred percent. Like even with the, I know everybody's talking about Bijan, but like, bro, I can't get over Tyler out Al, the whole Algier situation. And they I, have Patterson. He catches passes. Like yeah. I just I can't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, that might be the most wrong I've ever been in fantasy. I'm with you though. Like the Bijan shit. I just I don't. And here's the thing. It's I just I'm staying away from it because I don't know. He could be the RB one overall, and I'd be like, all right, cool. I was wrong. But just looking from the outside looking in, I just don't trust that situation. And I want nothing to do with that headache. I think I'm I'm right with you, and I'm okay with being wrong if that is the case. Yeah. Like I'm okay with because I know my logic behind why I'm saying I don't see him being the RB a top three or four or five overall. There's too many mouths to feed there, right. and you have an unproven quarterback who's going to need that. And I just, I feel like it's a committee. And he's a rookie. That's that's what I'm saying. I yeah. feel, and London's good. He is. You got Kyle Pitts. You spent up. You sent this number eight pick on on your fucking tight end. I know. <laughs> like I just, I was don't it understand. Number, was that. it the number eight or number fourth or, overall? It was so, fucking like, oh, insane. Yeah, it might have been the fourth act. He's number eight. I think it was the number <laughs> yeah, fourth. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was a high pick for a tight end. That's insane. Let's do pounce or bounce and let's get out of here. Pounce or bounce, baby. All right, auction style fantasy draft. Patrick Mahomes, thirty-five. Pounce, pounce. You know all what you're day. I know what I'm getting. You know what you're getting. Aaron Rodgers, thirteen. Bounce. I'm a bounce on that. Whoa, whoa, in a romper. Whoa, hey, yo. Bounce. We're gonna have to change this segment. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying out now. So it's pounce or out for me. I'm out on Aaron Rodgers. Austin Eckler, eighty dollars. Pounce. That's my guy. I know what I'm getting, bro. I'm getting yeah. hundred. I'm getting hundred targets a year, and yeah. I'm getting 90, 95 catches. Yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm a pounce. Because he's <laughs> yeah. he's the man. Because I spent 84 on Henry last year. Facts. Uh, Najee Harris, 59. I'll bounce on that. Me too. Too high. Too high. Too high. And here's the thing. I'm Not that I'm taking a flyer on him. I think he's going to have an improved year. I think he'll be a lot better. But not for $60. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson, 70. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to bounce on this one. That's a little too steep for a price tag, especially for a $200 budget. I'm spending one. I'm spending $70 on a wide receiver. We just talked about that. Yep. You know, being a plethora of wide receivers. I'm out on that. Yeah, similar I'm to bouncing. when I said that I would bounce. Uh, I mean, I would pounce with Jamar Chase at 66, and I reversed course on that because I wouldn't, because I learned my lesson. I'm also out on Justin Jefferson at $70. It's mm. fucking suicide. Yep. I don't care if it's the offensive player of the year. I don't care if he has 2,000 yards. It is absolute suicide. Totally agree. Jalen Waddle, 45. Bouncing. That's high. Tie. That's a lot of money for Jalen. a lot of money. Because, I mean, what are, if, if he's 45 at Tyreek Hill, I'd rather get Tyreek Hill for 50. 
Agreed. Or 55. Agreed. 100%. Yeah, Jalen Wilde is high in the, in, yeah. in the rankings. Devontae Smith, 45. I'm bouncing on that, too. I, mean, I, I, I just... To me, too much. Yeah, AJ Brown's much. there. Goddard's there. There's too many. There's and too they're going to run the ball. Yeah, they're going to run the rock. I'm out. Uh, Mark Andrews, 35. I'm, I'm bouncing on this. I'm out. 35 is a little too steep for me. And you know, with the additions of Odell and and company, like to me, I think that you know the opportunity is going to go elsewhere. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be out on that. I'm gonna pounce on that. Um, tight ends a really hard position, and I just think you got to lock it up. The the uh, Ravens already said they're going to throw more. Mark Andrews is his only familiar target. It's his favorite target. So you At know, thirty-five dollars. You know what you're getting with Mark Andrews. Wow, that's you know what you're getting with him. Okay, I'm moving so different. I like that. Last one before we get out of here. Kyle Pitts, twenty dollars. I'm pouncing on this. Twenty dollars to me is a steal. I think I think he's going to get a lot of opportunities this year. I I like the Falcons this year. I'm bouncing because Kyle Pitts to me has been. I've been hearing the same thing for three years, and he's the oddest fantasy player of all time. But now he's got a quarterback. Maybe potentially. <laughs> so that concludes episode 164. Thank you for gracing me with your presence. I'm my nips <laughs> away. Uh, you will never see me in this outfit again. I hope everybody has a great night. We'll see you on Thursday. Nick, take it away. What a show. That was so much fun. It was so difficult to to do this, but I love you. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yo, you are a man of your word. You came on here. That's that's the ultimate respect, and that's all you could do, right? Oh man. What an episode. I appreciate everybody that tuned in tonight. And uh, we appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys this Thursday at PI, baby. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with this life, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she trying to grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Way y'all tripping, it's Aruba. I realized I had to go.